about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Uh, I have to tell you, first of all, my wife always says, you don't take vacations, honey. you got to take vacations. I always tell her, what are you talking about? I take vaca- I just took a vacation. Uh, this is the product that you're listening to now. This is the product of my last vacation. I worked with the Millennial Choir and Orchestra to re-score this theme. And they were fantastic to work with, and I can't thank them enough uh, for the best vacation day of my life. Anyway, Steve Dace is here. Of course, we're going to talk about the president and COVID. Wait a minute. He's got all the vaccines, all the boosters. He's wearing the mask. How did he get COVID? Well, they don't know. Where did he get COVID? They don't really care now. Wait a minute. You were tracking every place I was going because you needed to find out where it was coming from. And you don't care about where the president got it? Okay, all right. Makes as much sense as everything else today. Steve Dace joins us in 60 seconds. You've heard the phrase, history is written by the victors. Uh, Well, history is being rewritten now by the Marxists. Uh, If... I hope they're not the victors in the long run. Um, Then history is going to come down to what you wrote in your diary and keeping it safe. Uh, We are we are at a point now. We're at a breaking point with our country. I I think we are really on the edge Uh, and we could lose our country at any moment. Please, while you can. Grab True History books. The Tuttle Twins books are out with, I've told you about a million times, they've got all these books about the different ideas that created America. But there's something else that they have. They now have a history book called American History. I know, it's crazy how they came up with that name. Uh, But it's our history from 1215 to 1776. And it is the true story of our history. And it is good it's exciting it doesn't concentrate on the dates and the place it concentrates on the ideas that created america uh go to uh, tuttletwinsbeck.com and you will see the book uh they're also including the audiobook version in uh, in your book purchase so get it now tuttletwinsbeck.com tuttletwinsbeck.com mr steve dace welcome to friday what was the biggest story of the week steve Unquestionably, Glenn, I think it is the overall health and state of mind of uh, the so-called leader of the free world. And he told us on uh, on Wednesday, uh, he told us he had cancer. On Thursday, uh, we found out despite being Jeez. quad, uh, quad uh, poked and uh, jabbed, he's got COVID. Maybe this weekend we'll find out he has myocarditis, and then we'll know he did the full, shall we call it, hokey pokey, if you know what I'm saying, brother, if you're picking up what I'm laying down. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I got it. I okay. got it. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, cancer and COVID, same generally, uh, same length. I can't think of, of anything. Word. I can't and think of anything happening right now in public health that is known to spread either one of those things. Right. Yeah. I have to tell you, uh, the uh, the president's uh, overall health, I think is declining quickly, mm-hmm. but I think the left is done with him now. I, I agree. think he's done. I think he's done the big transition stuff that they needed him to do. And it's, it's, it's as popular as I think they knew it would be. And now they can just wash their hands of him. I completely and say, agree. Well, that was Joe Biden. I think a watershed, we crossed this Rubicon a couple of weeks ago 
when you could go on Twitter and openly uh, access and share without any warning labels or censorship at all videos of the first son getting oral sex from prostitutes and doing crack. And keep in mind, this was the same platform that if you had the laptop where all these things came from and reported on that, they censored you because it was a month before the election and they didn't want this information to get out. And so now, why aren't they censoring you for this? Why? I think, I yeah. think that was a clear opening salvo that uh, the narrative, you got to keep in mind, when, when you're dealing with the spirit of the age with these people, it's all narrative all the time. The agenda, everything is to drive their narrative and the narrative is to drive their agenda and they're they're greasing the skids there there must be there's going to need to be a rebrand after november a reboot someone has to take the fall for this and and the same day that twitter said it was okay to share these tawdry videos of the first son that's the same day that the new york times glenn out of nowhere i'm sure it's a pure coincidence out of nowhere decided mm -hmm. that after three years of dementia episodes, maybe it's time to talk about the president's fitness for office. Not a coincidence at all. It is clear that this narrative is kind of being cast now in advance of what everyone anticipates will occur in November. I find it interesting yesterday that NPR, I did four or five specials on the corruption right. of Ukraine. Right. Okay? Named all the, dug up all the bodies, showed all the connection, everything. Five specials on it uh, for three years. And NPR just reported today, you know, maybe we shouldn't have sent that $60 billion over there because there's rumors that they're corrupt. Um, what? I, I feel like Adam Sandler. News that would have been good to know yesterday. Okay. I mean, it's just, um, I, I, this thing has greatly frustrated me, brother. I'm a child of the 80s. I grew up in the 80s. I'm going to, we're America suck it kid. I grew up in that era. Okay. And, yeah. you know, and, and as you know, I love Rocky for if eyes can change, then news can change. Okay. I mean, I, 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 I understand the residual Russian leeriness and hatred. All right. Um, and mm -hmm. if you look at the long arc of Russian history, there's a lot there, frankly, to hate even before we get to Lenin. Right. There all right. Is. So I understand it. All right. But we have to see the world for what it is and not what you think it is. And for all these Republicans to just come out reflexively and say, we, we have to save this corruptocracy from the thugocracy or we've lost the Western world. So give them a blank check. And if you dare ask questions, just like we saw with COVID, if you dare ask questions, you ate grandma, right? Uh, you're a, you're a Putin enabler. Well, brother, here's what's happened since we, since we, we have unilaterally, what is it, 89, 91% of the Ukrainian resistance we're, we are unilaterally funding here in the U.S., right? Here's what's mm -hmm. transpired in the few months since we got involved in this in a, as a proxy war. Putin is wealthier than he has been in seven years. Uh, the Russian yep. ruble is the wealthiest it has been on the exchange markets in over seven years. All of the stature that Putin lost after his joke of an Olympics when they were doing paper mache toilets, Glenn, all of that's been erased. He now has prominence now on the world stage. He is seen as a major player again on the world stage. We're paying record high energy and fuel prices. We're in a we're, If we're not in a recession, the next quarter will confirm one. We are seeing an economic cataclysm here in our own country. The Saudis are selling are selling their natural gas or getting natural gas cheaply from the Russians. So they can then, you know, pill for us uh, in the market. Those are the same Saudis, by the way, that Trump was doing Israeli Saudi peace deals with just a few years ago. All right. And so if, if this is if this is opposing Putin, all right, I would hate to see what Putin enabling is. And there's a lot of people that I like people I used to work for Ted Cruz. I love Ted Cruz. 
I would love to get them, I'd love to put the Wonder Woman lasso of truth around all these people that vote just reflexively said, Russia must stop, 1987, must stop, reflexively must stop. Well, now that we are the ones taking it in the shorts for this, I'd love to put the Wonder Woman lasso of truth around them and say, what piece of information were you given? That told you any outcome other than the one we're facing right now is how this was going to end. That somehow Ukraine was Bunker Hill. This was the, the Zelensky with all his wise. He's the new Lekwalesa. This is the place to make your stand, to draw your line in the stand. Because it seems to me all we're involved in here is a Habsburgs dynasty urination match between one wing called the World Economic Forum and another wing called Vladimir Putin. Not my fight, man. I've got a lot of other things going on um, in my culture that I've got to deal with right now other than how many more green shirts can I buy for Zelensky and all his wise? Uh, holy cow. I wish you were passionate about something, though. <laughs> I really do wish you had some passion about any topic I bring up. Uh, let me turn to uh, let me turn to the climate and health emergency orders that the White House is talking openly about executing i think that there's two things that will kill a a republic and finish it off Mm -hmm. one an emergency order with people at the top that want it for the reason for fundamental change to get their things through without anybody questioning them uh an emergency order and adding people to the supreme court those are those you you don't go back from that are we close to emergency orders like that? I I think, and I think this is something that a lot of folks in in a generation that remembers what it was like when over issues like taxing and spending, Reagan and Tip O'Neill would go at each other's throats until 7 o'clock Eastern, and then the news cycle was over, and they'd get together over a brandy or a bourbon and, and you know, watch the news together and compare notes and say, dude, you got me really good there. We're back at it again tomorrow. I think a lot of people that grew up in that era where this was largely a right of center versus left of center political conversation, except for a couple of hot button issues like abortion, have got to really recognize what time it is. You are, you are dealing with an opposing force now. The, the the spirit of the age. There's literally a demonic manifestation in a, within a political major political party in America, Glenn. And since we only have literally. two, literally, literally. And since and here's what I mean by that. You know, if if something goes pagan or something goes haywire, it still is seeking some form of transcendence and absolute that you can eventually find some area that you agree with. Ayn Rand was a huge was a huge atheist, thought Christians like me were morons. Even she, though, looked at the world right. and realized there must be some objective truth somewhere and created her own philosophy called objectivism to recognize it. We're dealing with nihilism now. We're dealing with ye be mm-hmm. like God, garden, you know, first things kind of stuff. I'm my own gender. I'm my own identity. I'm my own everything. I, I name everything. I will be the most high. I will, I will ascend. I mean, literally the language of Lucifer himself. You're dealing with that. And I think that politically, you have to put every card on the table. Things you never thought were possible before are absolutely possible now. And, and I think this, is, uh, this isn't going to be won by the politicians you elect. I fear that there are people in our audience, Glenn, that they're, they're going to be in the camps one day with their kids, and they'll pat them on the head and say, it's okay, honey, hunker down. The red wave's coming to save us. It's never coming to save you. 
All right. You are going to have to be the people that you have been waiting for. Our, our people are going to have to learn, uh, like in Los Angeles right now, we're going to do another mask mandate, but the woman who runs the health department isn't wearing it when she goes out. It's what Christina Pushaw and DeSantis's office is, as has eloquently called. It's not hypocrisy. It's hierarchy. They're better than you. You're lesser than them. They can do whatever they want. You will eat the bugs and you will enjoy and you will own nothing and you will be blissful while they fly around on their carbon footprints privately. Eventually, our people, Glenn, are going to have to learn to become ungovernable by the spirit of the age. We will not comply with any of this. We dare you to try to enforce it because you couldn't enforce it against all of us. And there's one place where we're doing that successfully. And I want to use that as an example. The, the, right now, CDC says only 2% of Americans have put those jabs into their children. Only 2%. Okay, now I would argue that's still too high, but that's a pretty low and anemic number. I promise you if the number mm-hmm. had been 25 or 30, they would have said you cannot put your child in anything that receives federal funding this fall, including a daycare that gets Head Start, anything. K-12 through daycare that gets Head Start, anything. I promise you if it was 25 to 30% of Americans, still a really low number, but if they had started with that baseline, they then would have said you cannot put your child into anything that receives federal funding this fall unless you inject them with this experimental substance. The fact that though it's only two, so they, they, that's no baseline. They can't start from there, so they don't even talk about it now. They drop it. We need to make this a regular part of our regimen here. Don't sit here. The old, the old ways of we're going to watch Fox News all day long, vote GOP, and, and the red wave will save us. That's out the window now, all right? Take control of your own fate. We will become ungovernable by the spirit of the age. If you live in San Diego and they want to choke your kids out with those masks, I want to see 20, 30 dads get together on the first day of school. We're dropping the kids off to school that day. We're not wearing masks and we're walking them in and we dare you to do something about it. And we'll be back again tomorrow and the next day and the next day until you get the point we're never doing this to our children ever again and we won't let you get away with it. This is the attitude that our people need to begin to embrace. Amen. All right. Um, Back with more of Steve Dace. He's actually um, in the uh, Mercury Studios doing a special called Uncensored, the truth of COVID vaccines. Uh, And I'm going to have him tell you all about that and more with Steve Dace. Always fascinating and uh, passionate and unfortunately, usually right, too. Our sponsor this half hour. Uh, I might have mentioned it once or twice before on the program. It's MyPillow. MyPillow is a great company that makes really great things to sleep with. Uh, MyPillow is, I shouldn't say that. I mean, Hunter Biden could be listening. Uh, they have their biggest bed sheet sale ever. This is for their Percal sheets, which are available now in a variety of colors and sizes, all included in the sale. For example, the queen size regular price is $89.99. Uh, now it's $39.98. And you can use the promo uh, promo code BECK when you do it, and you'll get that $39.98 price. Very limited supply, so order now. They're really breathable. They have cool and crisp feelings to them. Perfect for summer nights. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the Radio Listener Special Square and use the promo code BECK. MyPillow.com. Promo code BECK. Or you can call them at 800-966-3117. At MyPillow.com. Promo code BECK. 10 seconds. Station ID. Welcome back to the uh, welcome back to the program. You know, Steve, you have been 
really one of the real leaders in the fight against this uh, COVID thing. You know, it, I've said to people so often because people will call me and say, you got to cover this. You have to cover that. No, no, we I can't cover everything <laughs> to the extent that it needs to be covered. You know, I do my thing. You do your thing. And I have to tell you, listening to you every day because you're on the blaze right after me. Um, I, t- I tell you, you had that thing nailed nailed from the beginning what is where are we on this because you know fauci came out again i think it was a couple of weeks ago and said you know we're not done with this yet it's coming back and then hmm. you know they're they're talking about the monkey pox and everything else and something's wrong with that monkey pox thing glenn i gotta tell you the last 28 months this story <clears throat> has wrecked me i mean i I went from, man, I really, do I really have to stand with Alex Jones in order to stand up against big tech censorship? I was there 28 months ago to now I am, uh, I'm Alex Jones with Bible verses now, Glenn. I mean, this is, this is what the, (laughs) (laughs) this is, this is what the last 28 months have, have done to me. I mean, this is, the lies are so obvious. The, the data is so contrary. And I just use their data. I don't even project. I don't, I don't even, there's so many good independent people that are now banished. You can go to on Substack and get great data and projections from. I don't even have to go to that next level of skullduggery or muckraking. I can just use the data that these countries, including our own, give us. I mean, Germany this week admitting its health department, one out of every 5,000 doses, not patients, doses, of COVID vaccine could lead to a serious adverse effect. We have given out 600 million of these doses in this country, Glenn. I mean, that works out to well over 100,000 people. The good news is you can't sue the pharmaceutical companies or the Excellent government news. for it. Yes, indeed. And, I, and, and, and so they set up this Varus database. Here's what's funny, but not ha-ha funny, uh, cut, cutting myself funny. When you go into the, the vaccine adverse effect reporting system, and that was the system they gave us in exchange for indemnifying these manufacturers, that, that this would be a transparent system. Well, now you can't use the data. They claim the system is not reliable. Uh, but here's the thing. It's not a Reddit form. You don't, you don't file a VARES report, Dear Penthouse Forum, I never thought this could happen to me. That's not the way it works, Glenn. All right? it, it, you, it, takes, it takes hours, Glenn, for a physician, and then you have to like legally agree. You sign a disclaimer. I could be criminally prosecuted if, I, if this is wrong. I mean, this filters out false reports. That's why every study has shown it's underreporting. If you look at the VARES database right now, there are more hospitalizations from the COVID vaccine being self-reported in that system than the one out of every 5,000 serious adversaries adverse effect ratio that the German government is admitting to right now. We have more than that right now. But even if we use that number, let's just go with their data. We don't have to even project. Just use their own. It's bad enough. A month ago, I spoke at the Reagan dinner in Billings, Montana, largest city in Montana. All right. Um, That's the population of Billings. Imagine you got up like 28 days later one day and everyone in Billings had a nervous center, nervous system problem, myocarditis, um, you know, uh, had, had immunosuppression, had a new autoimmune issue like you struggle with. Imagine if the entire city of Billings got that. That would be like the lead story on the news. We'd be like, we'd have to figure out what causes this, what, what, what's the origin of this. And it's just like it never happens. There's no data that you could present 
that will cause them to reconsider any of their agenda at all. Now with monkeypox, we are literally being told that gay orgies, if you look at the if you look at the congruency of their policy, Glenn, gay orgies are more important than church services, your business being open, meeting going and seeing you're having a funeral, a prom for your kid, a wedding, because those were all the things we had to shut down for COVID, but because anything could be a super spreader event. We know the one thing that spreads monkeypox, but they will never ever tell us that those have to be uh, there needs to be social distancing there. Those have to be shut down. Why? Because from the beginning, and this this goes to the first day I read the Imperial College survey, and my background in data and analytics just found so many incongruencies here, uh, and it was clear that there's an agenda here. And when you found out that Imperial College has an entire wing in its university devoted to winning the 200-year war against fossil fuels, and it just so happened they put out a report that said we can't stop this thing, and so every solution to it will be the Green New Deal, those aren't... Those aren't fallacies. Those aren't mistakes. Those aren't hypocrisies. They're purposeful. It's been an agenda of control from the beginning. I will tell you, I just talked to Bill O'Reilly. He so disagrees with this, what you just said. I agree with you entirely. I mean, I don't know why. Look, if you look into everything else and this is the most logical answer, that's your answer, man. Amen. That is your answer. Uh, Back with uh, more from Steve Dace in just a minute. Stand by. Does he have time? All right. uh, Let me tell you about our uh, sponsor this, uh, uh, this half hour, and it is the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Tunnel to Towers, if you can't make it, Steve, I know he's talking off air. If you can't make it, no big deal. Sorry, I didn't. I thought you might have my extra time. Um, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is building a do-good village in Land Lakes, Florida. It's the first of its kind as a community with over 100 homes for program recipients. It's a place where Gold Star families, families of first responders, catastrophically injured heroes can live together with neighbors who understand. It's a place where children of these families can grow up together. The foundation is on a mission to do more for these families. All this do good village is going to do is just help people and i think help people beyond measure and it's thanks to an extraordinary donation of many acres of land and of course your generosity if you haven't looked into tunnel to towers will you please i think it's a great great um uh charitable uh, uh, organization that you can give to donate 11 dollars a month at t2t.org that's t2t.org So we just had Steve Dace on. He had to run. He is in the middle of uh, getting ready for a big special. He's in town to prepare for a special on Blaze TV next Tuesday at 9 p.m. We're having a... Well, we're, we're calling it uncensored, the truth of COVID vaccines, because they're not done with this yet. And uh, there's a free discussion that has to happen. Why have distinguished medical careers and reputations been ruined? Social media accounts erased, the truth buried, all in the name of safety. If we cannot speak freely... Our loved ones, our children, our republic are in grave danger. And it's got to stop. 
Blaze TV hosts Steve Dace, uh, Sarah Gonzalez, and Daniel Horowitz rip the mask off and go where the media has feared. Renowned cardiologist and epidemiologist Dr. Peter McCullough joins us to discuss his fight against COVID censors and gives you the evidence showing our experiment with COVID-19's, uh, COVID-19 vaccinations have been a very dangerous one. Why are we barred from questioning the side effects? Why is there forced silence? It is time to ask honest questions without fear of censorship, because this still is America, or at least it's still America at blazetv.com. Blazetv.com. Go there. If you haven't signed up yet, join us Tuesday, July 26th. That's next Tuesday, 9 p.m. Uh, use the promo code unsafe to become a Blaze TV subscriber. Get $20 off your first year subscription to blazetv.com. Uh, there's never been a more critical time uh, to uh, to join. And by the way, it's unsafe is the promo code uh, for this special. All right. A couple of things I want to sweep up. Uh, here in the last half hour of the uh, program. First of all, we told you about the 10-year-old rape victim. The president broke the news that this poor girl had to be shuttled, shuttled across the border into Indiana because, oh, those people in Ohio just hate so much. She was a rape victim. She's 10. She was probably nine when she was impregnated. And uh, we couldn't get any information on it. And the laws in Ohio don't say that. That's because the doctor uh, that uh, saw this 10-year-old is a, an abortion advocate and a, a big campaigner. And I think she saw, ooh, here's a really good opportunity. I'm going to have her go across state lines, and she'll get her abortion over there. So the attorney general in both uh, Ohio and um, uh, Illinois, I think it was Illinois, um, no, Wisconsin, it doesn't matter. Uh, anyway, the, the two AGs got together and uh, said, well, I don't know anything about this. Do you know anything about this? No arrests were made. Nobody had any information on who raped this little girl. Well, we found out that it was an illegal alien. Then the next day, we found out that it was an illegal alien that was living with the girl. And that's all we could, that's all we could find. And he had confessed to it when he was arrested. Well, I told you last or earlier this week when we were reporting on this, he's an illegal alien, and I bet you mom is an alien whether she's legal or not. I bet those two were shacking up. And he had his desire to uh, be fulfilled with a nine-year-old at the time. And the mom should be arrested for reckless endangerment as well. Well, she hasn't been arrested, but it comes, uh, comes out yesterday that it looks like the mom is in a domestic relationship with the alleged illegal alien rapist. We'll continue to follow the story. I don't know if you saw the body cam of the police video of the four-year-old that was shooting at cops. Police were arresting a, a dad at McDonald's in Utah. And a four-year-old, a four-year-old grabbed his dad's gun and started shooting at police. 
I get a briefing every morning. And it has filled me with such angst over the last couple of years because I have to choose what gets on the show and what doesn't. And and I'm also working way ahead on things and I'm I'm looking at stories that may not make sense to you right now, but they're important. And so my producers and I put together a list of about 40, 30, 40 stories every day. And uh, we call it my morning briefing. And I get it. And about four o'clock in the morning, I start going through them. And uh, I just decided recently that you need to see those. Now, some are unverified, um, so you can't take anything, uh, you know, that doesn't come from a uh, an organization that you really know. Um, because, again, some of it is raw research for me. But as I was reading it today, and if you've signed up for it, you might have felt this way as well. By the way, you can get it at glenbeck.com. It's free. Um We're standing in the threshold. One more step, and I think we're in big trouble, and the world is going to change. And we have to be prepared for it, and we have to be willing to stand up. But the center won't hold anymore. When you have four-year-olds shooting at police, when you have six-year-olds beating on police officers... When you have a guy who tried to stab uh, a candidate in New York uh, who failed in his attempt to assassinate that guy, that they take him to jail and the judge releases him that night on his own recognizance, we're, we're in a different league entirely. When you have the FBI going door to door as they are in Delaware, and as they are threatening to do to the, uh, the sheriffs in Missouri, demanding that they see your gun or demanding that they get all of the names of people that have a concealed carry permit, you are in a different world. When you have a president saying he is going to uh, issue an emergency order and declare a national emergency on climate, of all things, you're about to lose your, your republic. The only state of emergency that needs to be declared right now is the state of emergency that we have with our own federal government and this president. Because the presidency is way out of control no matter what party the president is from when they say any version well since congress won't act i will that should have alarm bells going off in every single person i don't care if donald trump said it ronald reagan said it when they say if congress will not act i will that is a direct violation of the president's oath of office most Americans have no idea how weak the office of the president should be. But Woodrow Wilson put the cabinet together, his little advisors, and then those little advisors hired people, and they made all of these departments. 
And now the president can tell these departments exactly what to do. And in effect, he makes laws. And I think Americans prefer it this way. I really do. But you have no one to answer to you if that is the case. But I think people prefer it that way. They want somebody that they like, they voted for, uh, to have a magic scepter that can just, uh, they can wave that magic scepter over and control prices and give you free stuff and define marriage and provide abortions and protect you from climate change. But that's unconstitutional. None of those jobs are listed in the Constitution for the president. None of them. Not even close. In fact, let me give you a quick reminder here that maybe you can share with your friends who prefer the Magic Scepter presidency. The founders put Congress in front and center in the Constitution, not the president. And here's why. They had major kingophobia. Okay? It's like Germany right after Hitler. They're like, okay, let's not do that again. And they knew that men would try to gather more and more power and consolidate that power. And that was everything they were trying to get away from. So what did they do? Well, they were very cautious when they put together the office of the president, the executive branch. After the preamble, the very first line of the article says, All legislative powers herein granted shall shall be vested in a Congress of the United States, which shall consist of a Senate and House of Representatives. So all legislative power is granted to Congress, not the EPA, not the FDA. They can be there, I guess, to enforce, but they don't make the rules. Congress does. It means no legislative power is granted to the president. Now, I know you know this, but I'm not sure about the rest of America. The president can't make laws. So if the president can't make laws, what's his job then? Well, the first thing the Constitution instructs the president to do is to take an oath to, quote, preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. That's his top priority. Yet now, the Constitution, that's just left for some crazy, wacko, conservative judges on the Supreme Court. No, that's the whole point. The whole point of government is to protect the rights of the people that come from God. And when a government becomes hostile to those rights, the people need to rethink things. The president can negotiate treaties. He can grant pardons. He's the commander in chief. Supreme Court justices. He can appoint other positions, again, with Senate approval. He can give Congress a State of the Union in a written report. Doesn't have to be a speech. That was Woodrow Wilson. Stop it! He can recommend measures that he thinks are important for their consideration. He's expected to receive the heads of state. He's expected to make sure the laws are faithfully executed. And that's it. That's it. The founders knew 
executive power will become executive abuse. So they designed the Constitution with, uh, with precision to ensure the president was kept in check. Yeah, he had veto power over legislation. But that could be reversed by two-thirds majority in Congress. And by the way, the president just was like, I don't like that. The president had veto power if he felt it was unconstitutional. And he could make appointments. Most of them had to be confirmed in the Senate. In other words, the people kept the um, president in check. The House of Representatives, the Senate, and the people. The Constitution, as it was ratified, gives the president very few powers. There's nothing in the Congress or nothing in the Constitution that talks about his agenda or taking action because the Congress won't. Everything about corrective action, you know, when he doesn't like it, he can't just he can just say, ah, oh, you know what? We're not listening to the Supreme Court that time. That, that's not in the Constitution. The only way forward is for people to learn the Constitution and dial back the out-of-control presidential power. I warn you, the president, the office of the president, is going to spook the hell out of people. I think I know what side it's coming from, but maybe we dodge a bullet this time, and next time it will spook the hell out of the other half of America. We must dial back his power. Rough Greens. Thomas uh, wrote in about his dog's experience with Rough Greens. He said, I have two Huskies, and I have to admit it, I didn't expect much. I thought for sure it was a gimmick, but I am a true believer. Not only has it been three weeks, but my dog's fur looks incredible. The excitement and stamina is overwhelming. Thank you so much, Rough Greens. Thomas, I hear you, is exactly the same experience I had with my dog, Uno. He loves it. He is more frisky. He is he's just more healthy. Uh, here's what I want you to do. It's, it's not a dog food. It's something you put on your dog food, and it's chock full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants. If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in Rough Greens. Just... Try Rough Greens. Just try it for a, just a trial period. You get a trial bag. They're going to send it to you for free. They don't want you out of any money if your dog won't eat it. Um, but um, just call them and get the trial bag. You'll have to pay for shipping. Feed it to your dog. If your dog will eat it, then go back. I mean, I saw results, and, and uh, obviously Thomas saw results right away. But not all dogs are, you're going to see results in. Watch him over the next few months. The, it, the changes just keep coming. It's great. Rough Greens. R-U-F-F Greens dot com slash back. Rough Greens dot com slash back. Or call 833-GLEN-33. Call them today. This is the Glenn Back Program. People in Delaware now have the FBI or uh, AT, uh, um, uh, ATF going in door to door and asking people to see their guns. Uh, they need to check the serial numbers. Don't do it. 
don't do it. It's against the Constitution. Just politely say, no, when you come back with a warrant, I'll be happy to show you anything you need, but you need a warrant. No, thank you. Um, We're going to show you the real-life story of Marilyn and Paul Hooper, who had the FBI kick their door down early in the morning, handcuffed them, interrogated them without an attorney for three hours. A case of uh, mistaken identity. They tell us all about it and how to stand tonight, 5 o'clock on Blaze TV.